You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Illustrator and animator Ned Wenlock is coming out with Tsunami, a 278-page graphic novel published by Earths and Publishing next month. This is the first book that Earthsend has published since 2019 and goes through the story of Peter, a 12-year-old boy, in his last six weeks of primary school. As you mentioned earlier on the show, we have a copy of Tsunami to give away to one lucky B-card holder. Be sure to text in with your name, B-card and Tsunami, to and the word Tsunami, to 5395 to be in the drawer. We will be pulling that just before the end of the show. I had a chat with Ned about the book, what went into it, and more. Here's that yarn now. Hi, my name is Ned Winlock. I'm an animator, illustrator, and I've just done a graphic novel. How long has Tsunami been in the works for? Well, I started in 2019. Uh, I put out a mini-comic of the first 40 pages, and um, Earthsend Publishing were interested. So um, by 2020, when the, the pandemic kicked off, I started drawing more of it then, and it went through right through till 2022. So was the pandemic kind of a, ah, oh, well, we're all indoors, may as well get this done finally type thing? Just coincided with it, really. Um, and my whole family was locked down here, and I was just like, um, it didn't really affect me too badly. Um, I was just able to just focus on the pages, and that worked out quite well in that respect. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, how has that been kind of being able to take your time on this over, what, about like two, three years for if you're kind of counting 2023? How has that been? Yeah, I've never like taken time off like this to do this sort of thing uh, before. And you really sort of uh, get into the, I don't know, a, a strange headspace where you become a little bit antisocial and you sort of shut down sort of all external sort of things. And um just yeah, focusing in on the stories and the characters. And although I really enjoyed it, I actually really enjoyed it when it finished as well. Yeah. <laughs> I could come out of it, you know, sort of come out of the cocoon at the other end and just, uh, yeah, talk to people again. It was great. Could just kind of like stay in and just focus so strongly on one project. Is that kind of how you would prefer to work more of the time? Or do you prefer kind of being able to do this sort of on the side uh, whilst working yeah, on other things? No, to be honest, to be honest, I, I do prefer to work on one thing at a time. With Tsunami, I couldn't do that completely. There were commercial jobs and things like that I had to do as well. Um, but there were chunks of time that I put aside to do it. So um, that was quite good. But yeah, if I had my my ultimate dream would be to be able to just focus on, I don't know, making a graphic novel or a, or a film or something or other, you know, just focusing on that entirely for sure. Mm. And how would you pitch Tsunami to a newcomer? A lot of comics I've done in the past have been um, sort of within the mundane horror kind of um, realm. And um, sometimes they lean more into the mundane, sometimes they lean more into the sort of the horror side of things. And with this one, I wanted to kind of follow the same path, but be more realistic, be more kind of um, naturalistic. And um, so I suppose the, the story is, is, is kind of, very simply about a 12-year-old boy and his last six weeks at primary school. And there's kind of like a the tsunami that from the title refers to basically uh, a mounting sense of dread over those six weeks, which leads up to an event at the end. And it's sort of like it's following like a, a horror trope, but within a very ordinary New Zealand family landscape. 
why has this kind of combination of horror and urbanism and the mundane slice of lifestyle of storytelling what are combining those two things appeal to you i love horror and i love uh mundane but i do find that if it is just mundane it's too boring and if it's just horror then it's too kind of um uh schlocky too kind of uh you know boring in its own way in in some ways you know so the combination of the two it's just like a sweet spot for me i just really like that Hmm. and kind of going through the story of a 12 year old boy uh especially in their last weeks of primary it's quite a universal experience for um people in Aotearoa to kind of have that weird sense of dread especially like i don't know i think it's good because it's easy to downplay i guess like the things that young folks go through especially in that sort of time where you're 12 and you're confused and you've got no idea what's going on was that sort of like drawn from your own experiences oh absolutely yeah yeah i mean a lot of the things especially early on in the book a lot of the incidences and things were drawn entirely from uh, my own childhood and i think one thing I discovered while doing that is that it's sort of when you think that you have your own kind of path through life and stuff like that and 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 maybe that you are a unique person or whatever, what you find is that like those things I think are universal because it happens to so many different people, you know. So I found that like I was worried a little bit, I suppose, that it would be too cliche in a way, some of those things, but they did actually happen. So I kind of felt like I could put them in, you know. Mm. And how does it feel to kind of take those real life experiences and put them into a piece of art like this? I, I, I really enjoy it. I think for me, if there's an element of truth in something, it sort of comes out, you can tell. Whereas if something's sort of written by a team of writers or something or other and they're following plots, then you can also tell about that. So I, I, I prefer the kind of the truth side of things, you know, um, if there's an element of truth to it, it sort of hits harder, the, the um, emotional weight of the story. Yeah, I mean, you both um, wrote and illustrated all of this comic, which is quite a lofty one, a good 278 pages, um, yeah. with, I've gotten a copy from the lovely folks over at Earthsend and had a flick through, and it's like a lot of a lot of panels, which I incredibly strongly congratulate <laughs> you for. Thank um, you, thank you. What has that process kind of been like working on such a large-scale project for this? Well, one thing about it which I really kind of liked was that in the past, I've done much shorter things, and <clears throat> they've always had to kind of um, fit into like a... Uh, what's what's the word for it? Kind of like a like a snappy start, middle and end, um, and it always comes with a kind of like a payoff at the end, you know. Um, and and one thing about this, having so, something so long, is that you don't necessarily need to do payoffs all the time, you know. And that was something that I just lent into and enjoyed that. Enjoy enjoyed not having to um, tell a joke or or you know. Uh, wrap things up or, you know, I, I could just sort of live with it and that, that felt really good. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, the illustration style uh, within Tsunami is super simplistic and stylized. What went into using the style of illustration that you did, being very kind of like shape-driven and simple and very clean to the eyes? 
uh, I started drawing in the style in about sort of early 2000s. And before that, I'd been using kind of brush and ink and doing slightly more realistic um, illustrations. And I spent a whole year, <clears throat> sorry, spent a whole year trying to do a comic um, in that brush and ink style. And I got like maybe 16 pages done. And it just took so long that I thought, I've got to find a better way of doing this. You know, I want to be able to churn out pages much faster. Um, and so I came up with a much simpler style. And I think what I like about it is that it's become, for me, it's become like a, it's almost like a typeface. You know, you've chosen a typeface to go with. And um, it's just very functional. Um, there's nothing extraneous about it. And um, the characters themselves are so dead simple that, like, the only thing that re which really defines them from each other is their hairstyle or what they wear, you know. Um, and I think the, the thing that makes it sort of impactful or interesting is the dialogue. And so, yeah, focusing on that and, and, and telling the story through the dialogue, more so than the images themselves. The images are just sort of placeholders for timing in a way, you know? Like I said before, you both wrote and illustrated this graphic novel. Would you consider yourself to be more of a writer or an illustrator or just a kind of weird mishmash of the both? <clears throat> Probably more of an illustrator. Um, like in my day job, I'm an animator and illustrator. And um, I find writing, it takes me a long time. Um, so um, I really enjoy it, but it's not something that comes naturally to me. Um, yeah. That being said, you've worked with Earthson Publishing to get this book out, get it published. And it's cool because it's their first uh, release since, like, 2019 or so, so it's kind of a bit of a return yeah. for them, which is really nice. What has it been like working with Earthsend? Oh, they're great. They're great. There's three guys there, um, and this is, I, I, thought, I believe this is their, like, their side hustle, um, and they're just really interested in promoting the art of New Zealand graphic novels by a variety of different arts. They basically um, followed me through the whole process of writing the thing. I would send them updates and things like that. And they were just really good with feedback. And towards the end, when I was sort of just trying to finish the thing, they were very supportive about making changes of direction or anything like that, you know, just trying to get something which was honest and truthful out at the end rather than necessarily something that was... 100% marketable, you know. Yeah. And just to close things off, I guess, what really drove you to tell the story? Why did you want to put it together and see it finish through and out in the world? Like, I've been drawing lots of little comics for a long time. And um, I was thinking about, um, well, I basically, it was, it was, I discovered this character, the character of Peter. I just thought he had legs for a longer story. I just, I really was interested in someone who was so stubborn uh, and so righteous. And I thought if you put him as opposed to other things, and if he was so stubborn that he wouldn't be able to change, I thought that would create an interesting kind of dynamic within a story. He's not a very likable character, but I just thought that he was an interesting character, you know. And I think that's what I look for with anything, is, is mainly the character first. Awesome. I think that's all from me. Do you have anything else that you want to um, plug or let our audiences know about? Um, well, uh, having a book launch on the 12th of uh, August, um, down at Paikakariki um, St. Peter's Hall um, at 2pm and anyone is welcome.
That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.